So Jean Robert calls, and now Rick Solomon, who plays an interesting style of poker, he check raises to 63,000. This is absolutely brutal. Hello everyone, I am Jonathan Little for PokerCoaching.com here today with episode 341 of Weekly Poker Hand. Let's take a look at this hand from High Stakes Poker. The action has been fast and furious, lots and lots of insane, aggressive, maniacal bluffs. Today we are going to look at a hand from Tom Dwan's point of view. You all know Tom Dwan, loose, aggressive, crazy, splashy, battling poker player. Here, Jean Robert Belland, also generally loose, active, semi-aggressive player, straddles from under the gun. This is not a minimum raise, this is a straddle. We are playing 400, 800, 1600 straddle, all right? Folds around to Rick Solomon. You all may know him. He makes some um, videos with himself and other people with no clothes on. He opens it up to 5,000. Folds around to Tom Dwan on the button with Ace of Spades, Queen of Clubs. Pretty good hand. There's really only one option here. That is to re-raise. We are playing very, 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 very deep stacked right here. Even with the straddle and play, we're playing effectively 240, no, 280 big blinds deep. 270 big blinds deep? A lot. We're playing very, very deep stacked. Can't even count that high. This is a spot where with your when you have one of your best hands on the button, you want to re-raise. If you re-raise and get four bet, doesn't matter. You can still stick around. You have a really, really good hand with the ace queen. And that is exactly what Tom Dwan does. Folds around to Jean Robert Blonde. He has a calling hand in the straddle, which is a little bit weird, but you will see that when we are playing very deep stacked, calling does have a little bit of merit. Notice Jean Robert is the short stack here with only 250 big blinds before the straddle, so 125 afterwards. What should Jean Robert call here with? You would have to think this is going to be a whole lot of hands like medium pairs, big pairs, really good suited connected Broadway hands. That's a reasonable calling range. I think anything else is pretty unreasonable. You can't really call here with the low suited connectors or small pairs or suited aces. All those hands are just not really playable. If he had a hand like ace-queen offsuit, he should probably just fold. Ace-king offsuit, he should probably re-raise. And you got to be careful in Jean Robert Blonde's shoes calling too wide because sometimes Rick Solomon's going to put in the four bet and then like all of those hands become no longer playable, right? Back around to Rick Solomon. He's going to want to continue in this spot with a lot of the hands that he's going to open with that are suited or connected or pairs because he has really good implied odds. He has to put in a little bit of money, little bit, only $13,000 to try to win a $60,000 pot. So he's getting really good pot odds plus implied odds, and he does call. Fine. We see the flop. Flop comes. Queen. 10. 10. They check around to Tom Dwan. And this is a cool spot because the Queen 10-10 actually lines up pretty reasonably with both Jean Robert and Rick Solomon's range. They're both going to have Ace-10, King-10, Queen-10, Jack-10, 10-9, all of those suited hands. Maybe 10-8, maybe 10-7 if they feel like being a little bit loose. There's also two diamonds on the board. They could easily have the premium draws. Notice Tom Dwan has Ace-Queen but no diamonds in his hand, right? So one of them could have Ace-Jack of diamonds or King-Jack of diamonds or Jack-9 of diamonds. So this is a pretty rough scenario. Um, at my training site, pokercoaching.com, I actually have lots and lots of in-depth homework 
questions where I ask you what you would do in situations like this with your entire range. And I would actually be tempted to check with this ace-queen and Tom Duan shoes because I would think I'm going to get check-raised here a lot of the time. I think this is one of these interesting instances where even though you have a really, really good hand, I think the board lines up so well with reasonable players' ranges just because they could easily have a 10 and they could easily have a good draw and those are going to check-raise you sometimes and make your life miserable that I think you're supposed to check this ace and queen. If you want to check out PokerCoaching.com, by the way, we're having a Valentine's Day sale. How lovely. Check it out at PokerCoaching.com slash Valentine's. So Tom Dwan does decide to go for a small bet, which I think is fine and reasonable. If you are going to bet here, you don't want to go too big. He does bet 21,000 to 56, because if you go big, now if you get raised, it's almost like going to completely blow you off your hand. Um, and when you go small, your opponents can still call with some worse hands, like king-queen, queen-jack, pocket-jacks, um, maybe backdoor flush draws, even like, I don't know, ace-five of hearts if someone has it, which is fine when you have the ace-queen. So Jean Robert calls, and now Rick Solomon, who plays an interesting style of poker, he check raises to 63,000. This is absolutely brutal. Because what does his small flop check raising range look like? Let's be realistic here. Assuming Rick Solomon's not just straight up losing his mind in this three bet pot, once it goes bet and call on the flop, Rick Solomon probably has either a premium made hand, which is going to be a 10, or a draw, which is usually going to be at worst, an open-ended straight draw, and probably some sort of flush draw with a gut shot. Against that range, Tom Dwan is in a miserable scenario, which is why I would perhaps recommend just checking behind on the flop and just completely sidestepping any situation similar to this. Gosh, what do you do? The tough thing for Tom Dwan is that John Robert clearly has something too, and he could easily have a draw or a premium hand. So if Tom Dwan is against a draw and a premium hand being a 10 or better, Tom Dwan's just dead, or very close to dead. So that's a good reason to fold. Um, the reasons to call, though, are that you got to think John Robert would raise with a 10 on the flop, so he probably either has a draw or a queen, or a bad, like a weakish draw. So I guess that's okay. Tom Dwan's getting really good pot odds here. When you're getting really good pot odds, folding's kind of rough. The problem, though, is that <laughs> assuming Rick Solomon is loose and aggressive, you should expect a turn in a river barrel to come a lot of the time, and I'm not sure Tom Dwan's even going to be able to stick around with this hand. This is a nasty spot. you got to be careful betting in multi-way pots because this does happen sometimes. Tom Dwan does like to call. Some people say, why not re-raise and find out where you stand? Because you don't always get clean information. For all we know, Rick Solomon may take a hand like Jack Nine of Diamonds and just rip it all in. And um, if Tom Dwan does make an, a, a re-raise, he never gets a 10 to fold, right? So he just gets crushed against those. So this is either a call or a fold, but it's a really nasty spot. Normally, top pair, top kicker is not a nasty spot, but it certainly is here. Jean Robert folds. I'll give you a little bit of a spoiler here. Jean Robert had ace-queen of hearts. I actually like the way he played it. Went raise, three bet. He cold called. He could four bet if he wanted, but whatever. Cold call's fine. Check, call, flop. When you get check raised, when it goes check raise and then call. You just got to fold. Because what does Tom Dwan have here in reality? Tom Dwan must have a good made hand or a draw, just like Rick Solomon, right? Except for these two players' ranges are now even more clearly defined for Jean Robert. So this is a spot where Jean Robert has the ace-queen of hearts. When it goes check, check, bet, call, raise, call, it's like, all right, you're dead. 
So very, very good fold by John Robert. He may, may not get invited to play on the game again if you're going to be folding top pair, top kicker with the backdoor flush draw, but he saves money here, that's for sure, because this is probably one of the weakest, hand to weakest hands that is a made hand that Tom Dwan has. Maybe he has king-queen, but that's as weak as it gets. So I like the fold from it from John Robert with the ace-queen of hearts. All right, we see the turn, two of diamonds. Terrible turn for Tom Dwan. If he faces a bet, he just has to fold because now he loses to the flush draws. He loses to the tens. He still beats King Jack and Jack Nine, but that's it. Rick Solomon opts to go for the check, though. I think this is a fine spot. Just let it go check, check for Tom Dwan. He is very clearly playing his marginal made hand. He just wants to see the river as cheaply as possible. When you have a marginal made hand, you really, really, really just want to get to the river cheaply. I actually have a PDF with all sorts of cash game tips, and I'm sure this one's on there, where I discuss... Lots and lots of things you want to make sure you're doing to ensure you're not making big blunders on a regular basis. Make sure you get that free PDF right now at pokercoaching.com slash cash tips. It's completely free for you. Go get it. As a thank you for watching this video. If you like this video, do me a quick favor. Click the like and subscribe button below. I'd appreciate it. All right, Rivers of 10. Tom Dwan improves to a full house and Rick Solomon checks. Tom Dwan's hand just went from a premium or from a marginal hand to a substantially upgraded hand, because now he actually beats the flushes. He beats all the draws, but he was beating those anyway. But he still does lose to that pesky 10. The question is, does anyone in their right mind check-raise the flop with a 10, check it on the turn, and check it on the river? What do you think? I want you to think about what you would do in Tom Dewan's shoes right here. Pause the video and write in the comment section below if you would check bet 60,000, bet 140,000, or go all in for 353,000. Going through this process of committing to the decision will go a long way to helping you improve your skills. So go ahead, do it. I'll wait. All right, did you do it? Oh, I see if you, if you didn't do it. If you did it, congrats. If you didn't, shame on you. I'll, I'll wait one more second for you to do it. All right. I'm very confident that literally all of you did this. Fine. This is a spot where even though Tom Dwan has a full house, strong hand, he certainly has to be very cautious here because which hands can Rick Solomon check raise the flop with on this board and then check the turn and then check the river that he can actually call a river bet with. And I think the answer is not many of them. That said, every once in a while, he's going to have pocket jacks. Every once in a while, he's going to have pocket nines or something ridiculous like that, that he will find a call for a small bet. However, there's a big downside of opening the action, right? If When Rick Solomon checks, if you just check it behind... Life's easy. You win the pot sometimes, most of the time, really, because when Rick Solomon has ace high, king high, jack high, etc., you win. But if you bet and get check raise, it is miserably bad. So what Tom Dwan needs to do is needs to put on his special glasses, get the x-ray vision on, and try to see what Rick Solomon has. What do you think he has? Did you put your x-ray vision on? Oh, good. You did it. Okay. If you know he has the 10-9, Check, dealer. Check. Check, check, check. Check behind. Whenever they have quads, check behind. 
And that is exactly what Tom Dwan does. Somehow, in some world, Tom Dwan flopped the top pair top kicker in a three-bet pot, got check-raised, rivered to full house, and then put in no more money. The old Tom Dwan that was in there blasting away is dead. We'll have the eulogy next Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I will see you at his tombstone. Moment of peace. Rest in peace, Tom Dwan. That's going to be it for today. I hope you enjoyed this video. If you did, click like, click subscribe. I hope you make full houses and I hope they don't lose. Have a great week. Thanks for being here. Thanks for taking the time to watch this video. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want more strategy lessons, preflop charts, and interactive quizzes, make sure you get your free membership to PokerCoaching.com right now at PokerCoaching.com slash free. I'll talk to you next time.